No, that is any of your business, but... Nay, it's showtime. And leave me to my elections. Oh, the floor just cracked. I believe I might fall. Oh, ow! You are right? Yeah, I think so. I've got a pain in my chest. Not where my heart is, on the other side. Where that my other heart sound is. Good. No, it was just like a sharp stabbing pain. It just happened. That's, that's how my body works. It Someone's got a voodoo doll of you. Yeah, it's God. God's got a voodoo doll. <laughs> I, I don't God's think got God a voodoo, voodoo doll on the dartboard. I don't think God needs a voodoo doll. I think he can just do whatever the fuck he does just by doing him. Yeah. <laughs> just him does him. I I like, I'd still say I'd still say it's a voodoo doll on dartboard. Fucking just keep every single time I think of Christianity now, it always goes back to hype that book I'm reading, Hyperion. Mm. <laughs> it's like, man, Christianity sucks. So we're gonna revise Christianity again, call it Christianity Free. And then well, what happened to Christianity too? We we had Christianity too. Like that's an actual thing that's already happened. In, like in the real world. Well, so we already had. Um, what this do they call the, it? Oh, if I Christianity two. Electric boogaloo. Uh, Christianity two from the ref- Reformation to the modern megachurch. Examine the last 500 years of history through the lens of Christianity with an esteemed professor. Oh, wow. These are, these are a lot of fucking... Wow, okay. That's a lot of words on a page. No. 36 episodes at half hour each about re- lectures on religion. It's about Christians under the... Christians 18 under hours. It's a lot. Yeah. Oh my god, they look like they look like such fucking nerds. Holy shit, I love it. Yeah, we already had Christianity two electric boogaloo. Ah, right, so fucking Christianity three. Here we go. Yeah, and then end of the world. <laughs> I think like, I think they've officially called it in uh, the book the big mistake. If I go, oh, probably shouldn't knock my mic like that. Hyperion, the big mistake. Yes, it's called the big mistake. Was a cataclysmic event thought to have destroyed old Earth having been brought with a team of uh where are we at? Team of physicists in Kiev created an artificial black hole in a laboratory. When it plunged to the center of the planet and began consuming it from the inside out, it began a period informally called the bad time. <laughs> 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 oh god that's fantastic oh. <laughs> so yeah black hole plunged into the center of the earth and they called it the bad times yep, <laughs> that lasted over uh... a century during which the earth would go into a planet white spasms in the black hole eat a bit of the planet's center in waves every 10 to 18 months eventually the planet become uninhabitable and subsequently apparently destroyed oh man it's fucking great i'm not, oh, I'm not gonna read the spoiler section because i'm still reading that book but yeah fucking I don't, I don't know like I'm in I'm in that part of the book where they're like 
Man, so to strike this fucking murder machine that's literally killing tens of thousands of people. All right, so when it kills, it it fucking kills. Like, you as a being are decimated. Like, there's not like a, oh, he just stabs you and that. No, he fucking destroys your being. Your grandkids so, yeah. feel it as you die. <laughs> How are you meant to have grand? Oh, yeah, unless you've already had kids, but if yeah. you didn't have kids, then someone else is going to feel it. But the Shrike is like an ultimate killing machine. And this church or this cult of Shrike is like, I bet you that motherfucker's going to grant us a wish. I, I don't, I haven't explained as to why they think that, but right now everyone's just like, why the fuck is this a thing? And it's like, everyone, it, it's great. It's a good book so far. I still um, haven't gotten around to explaining the wish part yet of why yeah. of why the insane murder demon will grant them a wish. It is essentially a demon. And this demon lives on this planet called Hyperion. And it has a hunting grounds. So it has like an area which is like, don't go there. It will fuck you up. And then for some reason, the area just got bigger. Its hunting grounds just got bigger. It decided to venture out for some unknown reason. Until until it's like like in the very first chapter of the book, uh, it goes through the priest's recollection or the priest priest has notes of his how can I put it? His he's like master of sorts, but he's not. And it's like yeah, so fucking this planet proves that God is real because they have a crucifix. There's like a big cross in a big ass fucking hollowed out cave. And like, that is the proof that God exists. And I'm going to take this information back. And then they're like, so this is a race of, they called retarded children. Like actually called them retarded children called the Pakura, which is basically a Down syndrome-like S kid uh, that basically has a cult in which it has three score and 10. Do you know how much a score is? About a thousand. Two, it's like 20. Oh. So free score and 10 is 70. And I always have 70. Like, always have 70 people. But they, they are, they're sexless. They have no reproductive organs, but they always have 70 people. And that's because this crucifix that they find, which is called the cruciform, is actually a parasite. Oh. And this parasite copies your DNA... And when you die, the parasite reproduces your DNA, creating you again. So that's why there's always free score and 10 of these retarded children. And uh, anytime this, this priest tries to escape, the parasite just basically gives him a heart attack and he wakes up back at base. And he's like, fuck, I'm stuck here. So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go into this thing called a flame forest and I'm endured the pain. Because the parasite hates the pain, and I guess I'll have to relish in it. And it was like on fire for like seven years straight until the parasite decided to go court quits. And it's like, yeah, where's your fucking god now, you piece of shit? On anyway. fire, apparently. No, anyway. Uh, welcome to a, a gaming podcast where I explain a book I've been reading for the past 10 minutes. Uh, fuck, I, I've. I just realized something, I, guys, that we probably should have taken into account. Who? What? We're still in the general chat. 
Oh. Yeah. I didn't well, realize we actually we're, we're going to be including this. Yeah, we're, we're here now. I bet chat. you we're not going to be interrupted. Anyway, um, I'm Chris, your host, and I have Alex. Yep. And Josh. <laughs> uh, and maybe somebody else if they rock up. Yeah, but they're not going to hear them. Yeah. True. Because we're recording it separately from the Discord <laughs> chat. It's oh, going to be so confusing if somebody does, though. We'll like be saying hi, and we might end up saying hi and talking to them. Oh, I won't be saying hi, just telling them to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and then see how that goes. G- general um, chat's the new, uh, the new private recording chat. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so in terms of games, what have you been up to, Josh? Uh, not much different again to be honest this week we've we tried gtfot ever that's mostly the different thing from last time yeah i'll be talking i'll be talking a lot about that in my week yeah but continue uh, yeah i've mostly just been more final fantasy 14 and some uh league of legends here and there because i've been trying like i wanted something other than final fantasy i wasn't sure what to play because you guys been playing final fantasy flat out yeah have you beaten it yet? Uh, we finished the story, but we haven't yeah. like, done the like harder version of some of the content. So now it's just like end game stuff. Yeah. Until yeah. There, there will be some more content coming out. Like I think like over the at, next at the time of, of recording months. Yeah, at at the time of recording, a new bit of content will be out in fifteen hours. Oh, is that what? It's, yeah. That's when it's out, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What content's that? Uh, patch uh, 6.1. Yeah, I think, if I remember correctly from what good friend of the channel Jordan has told us, um, it, I think it's going to be the first Alliance raid, or is it the first four normal raids? Either one, it's going to be like, it's going to be the first major, like, post, like, it's going to be like the 6.1 patch. I think. 6.1. Anything in it worth noting? Oh, we... As I said, it's going to either have the... I can't remember exactly which one, but it's either going to have the first alliance raid or the first four normal raids. So what's an alliance raid? Uh, an alliance raid is basically a 24-man thing, where, like, kind of dungeon, where you're, you're split up into, like, three eight-man parties and you just basically run it through together. It does okay, so it's like, like a big group, but split... Have- Mechanic. Yeah, it tends to have like some mechanic. Sometimes they have mechanics where you have to like separate enemies into like and take like one enemy per party kind of thing. Okay, that makes sense. It's just a basically like a large, but it's a large raid, but it's scaled back because each group has an individual objective. I'm assuming. Not always, but sometimes, yeah. Hmm. All right. So that's your week. What about you, Alex? Uh, fucking yeah been finishing off Final Fantasy 14 getting shit leveled so I can do end game content um yeah been playing Century Age of Ashes on and off Century Age of Ashes let me google that sir because that sounds familiar we played that a little dragon bit, dragon sure dog fighting oh yes yep. that one I remember that Ace Dragon Combat Evolved Seven. Is it really oh, combat evolved? Yeah, sort of like you can place landmines as a dragon, so <laughs> you have active you camo. Shitting on the place? Yeah. So just, Wait, dragons with active camo? Yeah, dragons with active camo. 
Is it's also the same dragon that places landmines. Oh. That sounds weird. But I guess it's dragon dog fighting, so yeah. weird is its forte. Yep. Yeah. Uh play a bit of GTFO with you. Uh yeah, I've I've fucking getting back into Warframe because the uh the new war is finally out. So gonna be Gonna be playing through that story now that I'm done with Final Fantasy story. Uh, beat Halo Infinite. Oh, you beat it? Yep. I literally am only up to the Spire. It's it's not a it's not a long it's not a long campaign, but it, it's a good campaign. And well, like, it doesn't a, a camp a good campaign doesn't have to be long. It yeah, just no. has to be good. Yeah, it, it is good. Like a lot of people go, like, oh, it's it's short, so it's not good. It's like no, it, it's short and it's it's fantastic. But short and sweet. Yeah, it's it's short and sweet. But like a lot of the a lot of your in game time will be you know running around the overworld, uh, taking like fucking forward operating bases and unlocking new stuff you can do there. Like the meta, or the meta at the moment is called the kebab truck, where you get the yeah. uh, you get the Razorback and the, you give like a bunch of Marines the uh, the spear launcher and you just sit them all in the Razorback. You just fucking drive around and they shoot for you. Yeah, so like it's pretty much artillery. Yeah, it's it's the closest thing we're going to get to Imperial Guard. Put it that way. Yeah, it's just fucking the was it the basilisk yeah yeah it's the basilisk just the basilisk but with less less seating arrangements <laughs> it's it's the ba- like, yeah. you can turn it into the basilisk all you got to do is just give the marines rocket launchers instead of skewers because hmm. like i've been doing a lot of like side shit like like uh uh clearing fobs doing um the rescuing missions etc etc i've been doing a lot of that mm-hmm. until like it gets to a point where like all right i probably want to continue with the story and then i'll do one story bit then go back into the open world and do that shit again but yeah. it gets it gets to a point where it's like all right i've done a fair amount of stuff because you got to get the i think glory points yeah valor to valor valor points so valor points are a uh score system in which the more valor points you get, the more stuff you unlock for your bases. So if you have like a thousand valor points, you get like a battle rifle you can get from your base. Um, if you have like 1,200, you can get like a different warhog, etc., etc. Like the more side objectives you do, the more valor you get. And the more valor you get, the more stronger your forward operating bases get. But I feel that doesn't really matter for the campaign missions because like every single time I've gone into a campaign mission, pretty much anything I've had outside the mission just gets thrown away and, and basically locked into a story mission, which I had to get everything from there. So it feels kind of like my JRPG brain is going, fuck yeah, let's, let's go do all these side objectives and, you know, scale the universe, et cetera, et cetera. But then, like, I get to a campaign mission and I pretty much can't use most most of the stuff that I unlock in the campaign mission because the campaign goes... Because you have the open world segments and then you have the campaign missions, which uh, you can access from the overworld. It's kind of like um, ODST, where yeah. you have your whole open world thing 
in the ODST, like in ODST. But as soon as you get to a mission start, uh, that everything from the overworld basically gets shut out and you're in like a secluded mission away from the open world. Well, I've noticed. I haven't really ran into any other missions which require me dancing around the open world other than go here, do that, which was, I think, was the first mission. Everything else has seemed to be within the forerunner technology. Yeah, don't worry. you got a couple more coming up, which is go here, do this. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how the story goes because I just got up to the part where, like, we discovered Cortana's been stuck on the ring and apparently there's a thing called the Endless I need to worry about. Yep. which apparently is worse than the flood. I don't know if that's correct or not. I doubt it is because if there is something that's worse than the flood, how come we've built technology to completely eradicate any sort of like bioorganic life form so the flood can't exist? Like it's kind of weird trying to set up an enemy worse than the flood without having any backdrop any sort of uh setup for it other than like being told this enemy is worse than the flood i'm like okay i don't I haven't seen how it's worse than the flood but in halo lore the flood is the worst thing that can happen because they just cannot be stopped in fact the only way to stop the flood is to kill everything else and then wait for them to fucking starve to death before you know, you start reintroducing uh, biological people back into the fray again. So maybe, maybe, I, maybe like the bitch who's trying to get the endless to come back, it doesn't know that we we're familiar what with she the, flood? the harbinger or something. Yeah, she calls herself the harbinger. So maybe the harbinger doesn't know that we got that the flood sort of survived. No, no, but. Um, the Harbinger is not the one who said the f- this the Endless are more dangerous than the Flood. Cortana's the one who said that they are more dangerous than the Flood. Or uh, it was either Cortana or the insulation uh, magnet. <laughs> yeah, the insulation magnet, that yeah. floating thing. It's um, the, fucking, the fucking eyeball. Yeah. yeah. But they're the ones that said that the Flood, these, the Endless are more dangerous than the Flood. And I said, I don't know how. I don't know how you can be more dangerous than the Flood. Because the da- the Flood are an entire, like, solar system wiping uh, existential threat. They're a whole solar system existential threat. Mm. I can't see the Endless being any worse than completely killing an entire solar system. And you would probably know this because you've beaten it, but I'm sitting here going like, I don't, I can't see how they become more of a threat. Uh, I can tell you after beating it, neither can I. <laughs> oh, great. That's great. <laughs> great to hear. So, yeah, so you beat Halo. Anything else? Um, got Halo. It talks about Warframe, yeah? That was getting back yes. to Warframe. Uh, played a couple of games of Age of Empires 4 today. So that was that. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much been my week. It's even if I was one of those games where it's just like, it's always good to come back to, or it's more of like, I forgot this existed. Yeah. 
I just that want them question. to hurry up and bring out fucking more uh, DLC. Yeah, more DLC. I want them to bring out more more fucking races because like they've got about like eight in the game. I think we covered in the GSSB. But like, I just, I just want there to be more, like, just more, more unique playstyles, more ways to play, because like the French are ridiculously powerful at the moment, just because they've got the fucking, they got the strongest cavalry, and the like, some fairly, fairly powerful gunpowder artillery, and if you get a map that's like majority water, because the fucking French get bonuses to uh to trade then they just dominate the fucking sea as well because they just have a superior economy to everyone else. So it comes down to map type as well as the race. Yeah. That seems like a balancing issue though. Yeah. The, the, the French the French are very powerful. In terms of like water dominance or in terms of in general? Just in general. Like on naval maps, like the French are fucking insane. But like on just in general, the like French cav is a fucking nightmare to try and deal with. All right, I'll have to take your word for it. I've only seen that one video that we've done for the channel of your Asian advice play. Mm. I, was, I was playing as the Russians then. <clears throat> so, yeah, good old Russians. Yeah. So that's been your week. That's been my week. All right, my week is very, very simple. I've only got one thing to talk about. I have a lot to talk about because it, it's both good and bad, which is fine, I guess. It's middle, me, medium, but I, I, it's one of those things where you enjoy something so much you hate it. And it's like with you and Star Wars, it's like, yeah, I love Star Wars. It sucks. No, I'm fucking, that's just, that is nothing. No, I love Star Wars. Just 100%. I hate Disney Star Wars. There is nothing, <laughs> nothing redeemable about, about Disney Star Wars. One, two, and three. One, two, and th- I love one, two, and three. One, two, and three was fucking amazing. They one, two, and three did so much for the lore. It's it's fucking incredible. Like glossing over the fact that like from a, like a direction standpoint, uh, like they're fucking the the first like the Phantom Menace is a fucking terrible movie. Like. It, mm. It's a bad Star Wars movie, and it's also a terrible fucking movie. Like, Attack of the Clones is just awkward from start to finish, and Revenge of the Sith, is it, it takes place after a massive time skip. So it's like, oh, well, fucking, I guess this is all happening now. And, it, like, the way Revenge of the Sith worked is you have to have watched the uh, Gendi Tarkovsky um, Clone Wars animated TV series which sort of fills in the gap between Attack of the Clones and um, the uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's like that the whole prequel trilogy is a gigantic fucking mess. But back before then, like what really held Star Wars together was the fucking was the Legends. was what Disney calls it now, the fucking Legends. The Star Wars Expanded Universe is what we used, what fucking used to be called. Because what it was is like, Everything that had the Star Wars license was canon because they gave mm. it out with the express purpose of it, you know, being a part of the Star Wars universe. So fucking the uh, the Force Unleashed was canon. The fucking uh, Republic Commando was canon. Like fucking 
a couple of other things as well. Knights of the Old Republic was canon. Fuck it, it should have started with that one. That was the big one. Like if it was, if it had the Star Wars license, it was canon. And then Disney bought it and Disney looked at all of this quality stuff and went, yeah, we don't want any of that. We want to fuck this up on our own. So then they created Rey, Mary sued the shit out of her, rehashed mm. a new hope, mm. and then went, yep, this this is going to be the start of something amazing. And they just nosedived it right into the fucking dirt. And, well, it's... Yeah. It's like... They never had a plan, which is why it is what it is, because they just didn't plan shit. Yeah, they swapped directors for the movies halfway through. It's like fucking What's-His-Face directed uh, The Force Awakens, and then J.J. Abrams directed uh, the one after that, and then they went back to the original guy for the final movie. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, gotta love fucking most of the. I said it's yeah the best bit of Star Wars that that has come out since Disney took over and tried to bastardize the franchise was mm. um, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, when when is that? I heard something about like a sequel being in a plate like talking about getting a sequel for it but i haven't seen anything i've i've heard a rumor about a sequel being in the works and that's it and yeah i think the rumor originated on 4chan so you know well if you think about it 4chan rumor like because the guy who was running respawn entertainment the guys who did um fallen order he now heads dice and respawn are pretty much like, I'm going to double check something, make sure I'm not talking about us here. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order was released November 11th, 2019. Oh, calm down. I got to stop hitting that. Uh, and fuck, what's the name of that? Apex Legends. I heard that a lot of people were leaving Respawn. Okay, so Apex Legends came out 4th of February and then Fallen Order came out the 11th of November the same year. So I'm assuming they would have their own dedicated team within Respawn Entertainment working on these uh, Star Wars games. But... First, is there any flashback too? Oh, it's just an article saying EA basically confirmed it. But no. They said something about becoming a franchise, but that's about it. Okay. Well. Star Wars 4 in order. Coming to, coming to a cinema near you where mm. you can hate it. What, what would Fall in order need to do for you to hate it? Uh, helicopter lightsabers. Again? Again. No, they didn't. No, no. All right. So yes, the they rota- did. The ro- yeah, no, the rotating lightsaber blades. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with. Using yeah, them but- as self-propelled flight. Yeah. I draw the line. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> the fact that it's fucking this because it's it's light. It's yeah, not it's, like it's a light. physical it's, thing yeah. that can generate lift, generate push. It, it, yeah, yeah, it can't generate, generate lift. lift. It's it's just plasma. It's plasma held in place with magnets. Like I'm willing to suspend mechanical disbelief that you know it can rotate the fucking blade. Like I'm like uh, like that's that's okay. I I can I can. I'm willing to suspend disbelief for that. But as soon as you fucking see these people just jump off buildings and helicopter away with them. Nah, that's too far. So you break your own rules. Yeah. I, it's just light. That's all it is. But walk, 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 walk. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I'll get back on topic of, uh, I've been playing a lot of GTFO. Mm -hmm. GTFO, get the fuck out done by 10 chambers uh had a full release now i'm gonna be doing some large air quotes around full release because there is some shit we've ran into multiple times so uh 1.0 was released and it was announced at the game awards and it was playable and so i decided to jump back on it uh we played a little bit here in our discord played like uh, I think it was just A1, and we didn't really pass B1. I did. Uh, maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty much, I would say, content-wise, complete. They are trying to focus heavily on story now, uh, as, like, looking into it. Essentially, story is told through logs, which you find on terminals, uh in because they've had six rundowns a rundown is basically a set of maps uh which you have to complete and it goes like a1 b1 b2 c1 c3 and all that sort of stuff so it usually has about uh maybe like eight to ten levels per rundown and as you go on they get increasingly difficult um they've in the previous rundowns there was very little logs to do with story in this rundown, so in a, I think the last rundown, there was like eight logs, which were story content. In this rundown, there's about 31 logs and about 19 audio logs of story content. Plus the missions in this rundown have a lot more story content involved in the gameplay themselves. So if they're talking about 1.0 release with story then that makes sense uh but there is there is a catch and hold up let me just adjust this real quick so there is a catch and there's a there's a big catch in which uh they're like all right so they introduced matchmaking i think a couple rundowns ago matchmaking is still not working matchmaking has like just generalized matchmaking has a lot of desyncing issues uh, which causes a lot of problems. So uh, when the server desyncs, like certain doors won't open for certain people. So like you'll be at a security door and you and a couple of your team members would be walk through it and the others will still have the door locked on them, uh, which hinders progress. And essentially, if it doesn't resync, you have to restart the level. That's uh, not good. 
It's not good at all. Um, it is quite infuriating. We haven't had to restart a level, but we had had to wait a while for it to resync. Uh, so matchmaking, you get varying, and I mean like massively varying skill levels, uh, to which uh, me and Alex tried some matchmaking and we just got some fucking retards. And we're just <laughs> like, yeah, now matchmaking's not working. Yeah, not so not the best when uh the the object of the game is stealth and first thing you see after you drop down is some motherfucker sprinting towards a, a group of enemies with their sledgehammer out. Yeah. So I so, I, uh, I, I like your enthusiasm, but uh Your enthusiasm's gonna get us killed. Yeah. Um uh, so essentially I went onto the Discord. They have a GTFO Discord, which is which is essentially the I would say the only way to matchmake. There is a matchmaking system baked in the game, but I would avoid that at all costs. Just go onto the Discord and just go looking for group this rundown, this we need this many people. Mm. And and there's and they've done a decent job of like with uh, maintaining uh, voice chat lobbies. Uh, so they've got like at least 200 voice chat lobbies in that server, uh, which is a lot. And they have like looking for group. Um, what is the term looking for? Uh, region specific looking for group. So you can go, I'm looking for group in the oceanic, which is where we are. And there's like North America, Latin, all that sort of stuff. And then there's like a channel of all general looking for group beginners. So if you if you're just starting out and need some like teaching, you just go straight to that. Um, so I've been looking for group on the oceanic stuff, and I found like a few decent people. And oh, there is some really fucking real like essentially just LFG a few times. Find some decent people and then stick with them. Do not fucking like if you find a decent group, try and stick with that group and don't LFG too often because you get some like absolute retards that just that actually just want to ruin your game. So um I found like maybe like 10 people that I play with regularly now. Uh we've almost beaten the rundown which is great. It's actually like a whole bunch of fun and gets really fucking intense. Um, but every now and then we'll be like, we just need an extra person. Like we haven't got like all of us here. So let's just LFG one person. And oh man, there are some, there are some absolute motherfuckers out there. Like we had one guy who would just, we LFG'd and he joined the lobby uh, muted his mic and didn't say anything. And we're like, okay. Um, well, we prefer you have a mic, but uh, we'll see if this works out. And then he wouldn't ready up and he wouldn't communicate with us. And we're like, fucking, okay, he's just going to waste our time. So we moved to another lobby at LFG and he followed us and he kept following us. He kept following us to our lobbies. He kept filling up our lobby. And like, you know, just fuck off and just literally just hunted us down. So we ended up blocking him and I think that worked. He didn't follow us from that point onwards. And then last night we had some guy who ex ex did exactly what 
uh, that fucking other guy in the matchmaking did with me, Alex, just ran room to room shooting enemies. He was like, playing Call of Duty. I'm like, dude, can you fucking not? We're losing health and ammo here. Because he no, it's fine. I'm like, no, no. It's not. Like, we're trying to beat this level. And it's like, no, it's fine. And just kept running around shooting. And then just, like, when he ran out of ammo, just running into rooms with massive enemies and just alerting them all. So he's basically like, fuck it. And then left that game. And then he kept following us. He's like, where'd you go? I'm like, just fuck off. Like, we don't want to play with you. And so, yeah, you get some absolute assholes on the Discord still, which I found, like, fucking annoying. But if you find a decent group, like I have, and you're sick of them, it's all sweet. So I've been streaming a whole bunch of GTFO on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Leviathan0010. Uh, and been having fun with that. Uh, but, oh boy, the game is riddled with bugs. There is some wacky shit going on. So, for example, uh, there's a... In the current rundown, in D1, Nemesis, there is a final event in that level. It is a tough event. Uh, it is fun, but intense. But it's it's rough. So... We beat that on our first try. We're like, fuck yes. We we did the event. It's fantastic. Oh God. All right. Let's finish the level. And I desynced. Like it pretty much just dropped me from the lobby and I desynced. I'm like, fuck. Mm. So uh, I exit the lobby and then rejoin the lobby. And when we join back in, uh, it teleports like once I get back in, they're all at the extraction waiting for me to join. As soon as I teleport in, it teleports us all the way to the end event again. And we're like, wait, what? And we couldn't start the event because the event had already been finished. So we were stuck in the last level of the game because the game was like, oh, you rejoined, all right, do the event again. But you couldn't do the event because it, it would straight up refuse the command, which we need to input the terminal. So like, fuck, we have to kill ourselves, restart from the checkpoint, and then redo the event again for a second time. So we, we did. We beat it. So we beat it twice in the same level, and we completed D1 on our first try, which was great. But holy shit, that was a annoying-ass bug. As well as there is a bugs in which uh enemies would just alert even though no one's moving uh and that really sucks uh we've had bugs in which uh doors would just kill people kill like 100 percent health to zero while being opened Wait, you and open the door and they just murder someone yes they just drop they drop dead and you have to revive them so that's like and we are doing it, I think it was a couple nights ago, and some dude got fucked up. Like, we opened the door and just murdered him. And he went from, like, 80 HP to 20. I'm like, oh, fuck off. Um, as well as desyncing issues is a problem in which, uh, yeah, some doors won't uh, open for certain people, as well as if you desync after a checkpoint, it will keep you in a downed state in which... If you get revived while desync, the game will just wig the fuck out 
and just keep you stuck down on the ground. Uh, there is a mission in D1 which you have to restart a reactor and it's an intense situation to which you have a warm-up phase which goes for like 30 seconds and then a reactor test phase which goes for about a minute to three minutes and it's about four waves so first wave is like a minute and second wave is a minute and a half second third wave is two minutes and the other one's three minutes uh, at the end of these waves you need to input a command to restart the next wave or to start the next wave otherwise you have to redo the wave and the terminal just straight up refused to take the command like it said the command doesn't exist and it's like wait no it's it's identical and it's like nut nah, it doesn't exist so it just gets to the point where like we're running into like bugs everywhere that like for it to be a 1.0 release i think is a bit much i i guarantee it needs more time in the oven for it before it becomes a 1.0 official release because i think they called it a 1.0 release because it's story complete what they're trying the story they're trying to tell is now what they've done and it's all done and dusted but there are so many bugs in that game the matchmaking doesn't work like you have to rely on the discord for the looking for a group uh desyncing is still a massive issue especially like i'm playing with people in australia and we're having massive desyncing issues and yet some people are playing in america or in like the philippines or something perfectly fine so like network wise it's all over the fucking place um uh, as well as like like bugs like the door killing you if you open it uh, enemies being alerted without you actually doing anything to alert them. Uh, had that a couple of times where we'd just be sitting in a room and then a fucking enemy on the other side of the room will be alerted and will scream and alert every other enemy in the level. And like fucking like how, how could we set off an enemy in the other end of this room when we're not even near it and the enemies near us haven't been alerted we don't know uh, it's just fucking weird that being said though game's fucking fun <laughs> it is super fun super intense and like the difficulty doesn't ramp up until the d section of uh gta of the rundown so like there's a mechanic in the game i fucking hate and it's called infection that mechanic can go fucking neck a dick. So essentially think of like your HP out of a hundred, 20% of that HP is actual HP. And then the other 80% is like armor. So if you get down to about like 16 HP, you will always regen up to 20 HP, but you will only regen up to 20 HP. Everything after that is you have to use a med kit and shit like that infection basically goes and takes your max health away so like how what's a game i can compare it to uh fallout 4 fallout 4 it's and radiation. it's radiation yes the more radiation you have the less max health you have the more infection you have the less max health you have so uh you rely on equipment like fog repellers and a fog turbine fog repellers are a uh uh multi uh, like a, a consumable yeah 
It's a consumable you can throw around to clear a certain area of fog away in a room. Where a fog turbine is an object that you hold. It doesn't take up any slots other than the fact that you can't shoot or anything because you're holding a fog turbine. Uh, and it basically is a fog repeller that you can take with you. Uh, so essentially, it's a mechanic in which the game goes. You need to manage the fog around you. Also, the fog, you can't... You can't see shit like the fog is legitimately blinding like bar like a meter in front of you so like you can see like a meter and that's it yeah don't turn on don't look into the fog with your flashlight because it makes it worse it, it actually yeah it makes it worse and this game has one of the weirdest accessibility options i've ever seen in a video game in which you can turn off syringes what? Yeah. There's an option in the accessibility options of GTFO where you can turn off syringes. I do not know why. Um, if there's like some sort of phobia of syringes, make kind of makes sense, except there you're is. playing GTFO. And if like syringes is, you know, what's, uh, what, you, what you're having an issue with, there's a lot worse than that. It's like, oh, but it's syringes don't play. If you have hobbies, you better be careful around them. Yeah, syringes in the game are kind of like have either a small buff to them or a larger buff, but a negative attached to it. So like, uh, you can heal. I know ten percent health like a regular syringe, or uh, you can heal like twenty five percent health, but your infection goes up like ten percent. Like, shit like that. There's a trade-off. And removing them completely, I think, is kind of a weird decision, but it is in the accessibility options to turn off syringes. I'm like, I, that is that is weird. I'd, I would like to see why the, they, the devs did that, but it's there, I guess. So, yeah. Um, the mechanic of infection can go neck or dick. Can't wait till it's, uh, the the devs just go. You know what? Let's just not do infection, but they are they are keeping infection. Infection adds a layer of difficulty onto it. But then we get so like, you guys haven't seen Endgame enemies. Endgame enemies are fucked. I think I remember you mentioning something about a queen enemy that like spawns little shitters. So, uh, there's a few Endgame enemies that we run into. I'm gonna call these things squids. Squids are floating Cthulhu-esque, like, balls of, like, tentacles that fly at you and shoot at you. Um, then we have charges. Charges are large enemies that are coated black, and they will run and charge at you and hit you, and if they hit you, it will do, like, 60% of your health in one single charge. Uh, and they're also a lot more durable. Instead of, like... You can, like, one-hit a regular enemy in the back of the head and kill them. Charges, you need at least two hits, at least, to kill them. Uh, and then we have uh, things called Charger Scouts, which are uh, a scout, which a scout enemy basically uh, cannot hear you, cannot see you, but it will essentially park its keister somewhere, 
and then spray tentacles out of its head to feel around. And if you touch those tentacles, uh, it will alert every enemy nearby and create a horde. Yeah, we've... Alex and I have seen those ones before. Yeah. So yep, it will create em. a horde. And once it's alerted, you cannot kill it. You cannot stop this horde. Like, we've tried many different things. The scout is invulnerable until its call, until its, like, cry is finished. No, while, yeah, it. while it's doing its cry, it's invulnerable. Any point before or after that, you can just fuck it up like any normal infected. Yeah. Which uh, is so why Charger I bring scouts, the sniper. Charger scouts are more durable um, uh, scouts, which means... Like, usually with regular ass scouts, you can just do, like, a bop on the back of the head with a sledgehammer and it'll kill it. Charger scouts, I think you need a little more. Uh, and then you have, like, charger, big boys. And then we have two really big enemies called the mother and the father. The father is a massive... Uh, I would say a massive enemy that has multiple tongues, that has the longest reach ever. Like, you are safe nowhere while the father is out. And the father is only be, can only be damaged from hitting him in the back. He is invulnerable from the front, so you need someone to sort of get him to chase, and then everyone needs to lay waste into his back. Then you have the mother. The mother is... The mother is a lot more complicated in terms of she can give birth to miniature enemies, uh, miniature sleepers, I'm going to call them. Uh, these miniature sleepers move 10 times, well, not 10 times, they move a fuck ton faster and they attack faster. So think of having a regular sleeper enemy, which is your common enemy, but speed up that animation like three or four times. And then that's how fast they move. So the but they're quicker to kill because they're little kids. Uh, once the mother is alerted, though, she will completely fog up the entire area until she's dead, making it very, very difficult to hunt her down. Because she will just lay kids. She'll give birth to about like I'd say anywhere between seven to ten at a time, and then she will completely fog up the entire area instantly. And you have to kill her to get rid of the fog and to stop her from giving birth to kids. And so that is really, really fucked to deal with. It also reminded me of another bug that we ran into. Um, uh, there was a situation where... So the some areas are completely blocked off because there's multiple objectives. You, have, you can either have two objectives, a, main, a primary or secondary objective. And these are locked off by bulkheads, which you need to find a bulkhead key. Uh, and you can use that bulkhead key to unlock the primary objective or the secondary objective. If you use the bulkhead key to unlock the secondary objective, you have to complete the secondary objective to get another bulkhead key to complete the primary objective. So we're like, all right, uh, I think this was a C, I think it was C2. And, and and I was just it was just me with a random group of three people and it's like let's do their secondary objective well they were like let's do the secondary objective I'm like can we just complete the primary objective and then like if that was fine then we will go back and do the secondary objective and then do it again 
and like oh no let's do the secondary objective and then because we had a checkpoint before the bulkhead uh if we fail the secondary we can just go fuck the secondary and just do the primary okay we'll test it out secondary objective is extremely difficult it is it was fucking like we ran out of ammo it was that difficult because it has an infinitely spawning wave of hybrids hybrids are big buff enemies that constantly spray projectiles at you and projectiles hurt a fuck ton they do like up like i think 10 percent of your health per projectile it's fucked and uh so it was an, a literal endless wave of these hybrids and we're like fuck okay we all died let's just go do the primary objective so we did we restarted the checkpoint we had a desync issue but we eventually got there and uh so we went and did the primary objective and we got all the way to the extraction we were fucking stoked we get to the extraction and the extraction subtitle says please complete secondary objective to continue the fuck and we're and we're like what and it's like it's like essentially we need to bring the secondary objective to the extraction and it's just like we use the bulkhead key to unlock the primary uh the primary objective we don't have access to a second another key to do the second objective so we couldn't extract because it required the secondary objective to be completed, which it was impossible to do. It's straight up, we couldn't... It's not a matter of, like, resource management. It's, no, we don't have the key to do it. So we go, fuck this. Let's restart from the checkpoint and see if it works. See if we can get back to the extraction. And then we go back to the checkpoint, and then all the terminals are inaccessible. Terminals cannot be... uh, you cannot engage with a terminal and we're like fuck like because in this mission uh you need to uh reinstate the ventilation system which requires you inputting in command at the terminal to complete an objective if we can't access a terminal we can't even complete the primary objective so it's like fuck this entire run is a bust because it bugged the fuck out and it's like, oh my god, like literal like an hour and a half at waste because of the fucking the the the, the level of bugs we read into in this game. It's it is infuriating with some of these bugs. But when you get a smooth sailing level, it's great. Like it is fantastic fun. It's it's that itch of like hardcore team cooperation that i've been i've been wanting to play with like ever since armor free and stuff like that it's it's like fucking great and then these people are also uh thinking about investing in a steam game oh this is a steam game uh investing in a game that i was kind of interested in but didn't have anyone to play with but now well i i gotta see if i find it but now that I can uh, have like a, a team I can work with. Oh no! Uh oh, what happened? Oh, my Discord closed. But now that I have a team I can work with, um, it's called Ready or Not. Let me just look it up. Ready or Not. It is a um, 
tactical first-person shooter depicts a modern-day world in which SWAT police units are called to defuse hostile confronting situations. Uh, it's a, it's essentially a like a really like intent uh, intense tactical cooperative SWAT game. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I've been interested in this game, but got no one really to play with it. And it's like, yeah, we're, we're thinking about getting it. So if you want to get it, we can all do that as well. I'm like, fuck yes, I will be down for that. So get ready to hear my review of Ready or Not in the future. It is fucking not cheap. Wait, wait, what? Why is that $160? Oh. The Supporter Edition. Uh, Surveyor Vitas. Conduct operations under the banner of the United States' most elite tactical FBI hostage rescue team with this unique DLC, ready or not. Uh, so it gets the full game plus the FBI hostage rescue team player model. Uh, HRT uniform variant. Oh, it's just... It's just a whole bunch of like cosmetic stuff. But that's like double the pr- double the price. That that's fucking super expensive. What are you fucking on about? Jesus. All right. So I'm not going to do that. I would probably just get the other one. The regular price is like $60. So it's a full price game, but I'm I'm keen to try it out. Yeah, GDFO is fun when it works. It's great when it works. Um, when it doesn't work, it gets infuriating. To which I I think I have left all the bugs I've encountered in the GTFO bug report. Uh, whether or not I'm the only one experiencing this could be fucking anyone's guess. But nonetheless, I'm having a lot of fun with GTFO. It's a great game. I recommend if you if you're into team tactical uh gameplay which requires precision tactical co-op shit gtfo is your is your game uh it's been out for like how long now i think it's like four years so look store page I'm not sure the Steam Wait, store page no. has its an, like its early yeah. access access release. It does it. It's only oh, got wait, its release, release date. date 10th of December 2019. Okay, so it's been so three it's years. Basically, like two one. Uh, no, that's two years. 10th of December 2019, 2021, 2021. Oh, yeah, it's not 22. Yeah, yeah. So two years. So it's been two years in early access, and it's released. It was literally on the anniversary. In- yeah, it was literally in early access for exactly two years. Yeah. Um, that's what I was going to remember. The the player bots are surprisingly competent to a degree. <laughs> like, if you want to practice shit, um, the player bots will actually help you out for the most part. You can command them to do extra shit. Um, the player bots cannot alert enemies. They straight up cannot alert the enemies. They, in fact, don't even have a hitbox with the enemies. I remember when I was testing out the um, the bots, there was literally a bot inside an enemy, and the enemy was cool with this. 
but yes uh, ggfo get around it it is real fun i enjoy it uh but if you're going to play it go to the discord and meet people there that is your best chance of having any sort of fun with this game uh yeah uh so that's been my week just gtfo uh a lot of work because it's christmas season and uh, a lot of re-editing because my fucking program decided to go and refuse absolutely refuse rendering Jaden's audio so i had to re-render the i'm i've got the series i got the entire Halo 2 and Halo ODST series needing to be re-rendered right on my desktop, which I'm going to set when I go to bed because it's going to take fucking forever. So yes. Uh, now we can move on to the main the main source of this game. Oh, this game. This uh, podcast. I'm going to grab a quick drink. So discuss among yourselves uh, your love for Forza Horizon 5 while I quickly just get a drink. Forza Horizon 5. I I have no idea. Yeah, that's about as much as I have to say about my quote-unquote love. It's kind of jingle when you hear these car keys. And I'm back. That was fast. That was. I'll just grab a drink. I'm about to crack open. Uh, This is a... uh, Nippies lemon and lime mineral water. The fucking Ooh. ones Alex used to pour Skittles in into, apparently. Not sponsored. Like the fucking... That wasn't me. <laughs> it it was just something that fucking people did. You talked as if he was you. You were like, man, I fucking love the days doing that shit. And I'm like, I thought you were talking about the flavoured milks. No. But no, he's talking about the soft... The fucking yeah. So all right, the, fl- the flavored li- mineral waters. Let's, let's just humor, humor the sugar content of one of these drinks. Um, for one serving, six hundred mils, uh, fifty-five point eight grams of sugar. That is as bad as. It's actually slightly worse than a. 600 mil can of V. That's just in mineral water. Now, let's just go fucking Skittles. Skittles. Hopefully we've got some. What? Can you... Alright. Oh, no. You've got no fucking information. No, give me give me information. This is like 75.6 grams of sugar. Per 100 grams. Oh. It's got trans fats in it. No, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, where's my cup? There you go. Per 100 grams, 90 grams of it is sugar. So 100 grams is not a lot. Uh, that is like a uh, small packet. Mix that with s- like 54. Was it 55.8 grams of sugar? You, you're getting close to 150 grams of carbohydrates in a drink. You know how fucked that is? A, a average meal has about 60. That's like 
that is like borderline trying to kill your pancreas. You're like, man, my pancreas hasn't worked a day in its life. Better fucking make it own whatever it fucking... Ugh. I just can't get over the fact putting Skittles in soft drink. Yeah. In milk. At least milk has like less sugar to a degree. So you got you got chest day, you got arm day, you got leg day. Get today's pancreas day. The pancreas is just a muscle. Yep. You gotta you gotta have your fucking nippies and skittles to work out that pancreas. Fucking you would legit make Jamie Oliver cry. Like, I don't think anyone can make Jamie Oliver cry more than those six kids who turned down fucking healthy food for blended chicken. Blended chicken? What? Yeah, there was a have you, there was a video of Jamie Oliver making I know Jamie making this I fucking mean, healthy meal for all of these kids, and then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking make you some chicken nuggets." And what he does, he just grabs chunks of chicken, throws it in a fucking blender turns it on and just like fries them like that. He goes, now what would you rather eat? This fucking meal that I've prepared or the chicken nuggets? And they're all like, yeah, we want to eat the chicken nuggets. And they're, they're, like the look on his face was legitimately the look of a man who just died inside. Hold up. Jamie Oliver. Use you just Jamie Oliver chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. I'm like- Jamie Oliver shows school kids how chicken nuggets are made. Yeah, that's I think that's the one. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah, go on. Yeah. You gotta cook it. Wait, what? Wait, what? Fuck them in a pan. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, every kid raises it. Yeah, but it doesn't show his face. It literally cuts right after the kids go, I'd fucking eat that chicken nugget. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. Come on. No. All right. So, basically, I'll, I'll find that later. But, yeah, fucking... The kids are like, yeah, I'd, I'd still eat the chicken nuggets. And Jamie Oliver, I can't see his reaction because they cut it right before. Yeah, there's a video with his reaction somewhere on the internet, and it's literally just his soul. Oh, I know his there body. it is. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Oh my god. <laughs> He just stares at them with this deadpan stare and goes, great. That's it. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know what you expected, Jamie, to be, to be honest. I don't know what you expected, mate. They're fucking kids. They don't have taste. Oh my God. But kids love shit like that though. They get, they get taught like. Because they've associated (laughs) all chicken nuggets to be McDonald's chicken nuggets. And they don't know how bad those are for them. Like, as a full-grown adult, like, I I would rather eat whatever the fuck Jamie Oliver prepared than some fucking chicken nuggets any day of the week. Because that's fucking Jamie Oliver. Yeah, but, yeah, but these are, like, six-year-old kids. Yeah, so they don't know any better. They're fucking exactly. stupid. 
Yeah, but like they saw what happened with fucking chicken nuggets and then they see like an actual chicken nugget being cooked and they're like, oh, that looks delicious. And they, everything they just saw is fucking in one ear and out. Yeah, because they're fucking, they're fucking stupid. They're kids. They're fucking stupid. If you want to shock them into not eating something, you got to go a few more steps back and show them how the chicken is killed. Then, mm-hmm. then they'll shape up. But then I still think they'll have that disassociation between chicken nuggets and the dead chicken. I still think that will be a thing. Possibly, yeah. Anyway, uh, so Game Awards happened. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Translation like a fucking truck truck crash. Yeah. Truck crash is still a transition. My transition game's on fleek. I fucking hate that. I was watching some videos about some guys and he's like, I'm making a transition. Ha, huh? look at this. I'm fucking, I hate it. Anyway, so uh, we're going to compare this list to what we can remember of our comparison of what we voted for. So if I go game awards. Uh, I wish I actually showed you on their official website, like what you voted for. It did. It does. Oh, really? It doesn't. I don't see where it actually says the one that I chose to vote for. Um, it just says I voting go, closed for all of them. Except for the winner, of course. So if, I go my, if I go my profile... No, that's not what I want. Uh, see results. Uh, view all categories. Uh, oh, no, it doesn't. It took it away. Yeah. Motherfucker. All right, so we're going to go through the categories and we're going to see if our predictions were correct. Um, I can't remember what one. Like, I, it kind of sucks because I don't remember which ones I picked but I for most of them, but I have an idea what I picked for some of them. Uh, so starting off, fucking headlining game of the year, uh, voted for Resident Evil Village. I thought I have a like Ratchet and Clank or Deathloop, I think Deathloop was going to win. Did not predict It Takes Two. It Takes Two seemed like... Which one was that again? It was the game about divorce. Oh, fuck, really? So the game that about divorce won Best Family Game and Game of the Year. Shit, 2021 was such a slow fucking year. Like... What do you mean, was? I feel... I feel like the actual official jury of the series saw like it takes two in the family category and this went fuck i have to vote for this one this is gonna this is so fucking funny i have to vote for it because it's a game about dealing with divorce the irony wins at game of the year yep yeah uh so yeah game of the year goes it takes two which among like Deathloop, metroid dread Resident Evil and Ratchet and Clank I would not have picked that one to win in a million years at all hmm. it feels kind of weird the fact that it did uh, best game direction um, uh, I voted for Returnal I'm pretty sure or Ratchet and Clank but Deathloop Deathloop won best game direction outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design Honestly, I don't I, think I, I remember which one I voted for, but I think it would have been either Returnal or Deathloop. 
I don't see Deathloop being an innovation in game directional design. But I'm not a fucking game journalist fucking jury now, am I? So yeah, Deathloop won design somehow. Narrative. Uh, we picked Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy and Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy did win. Yay. Which I'm happy us. about. And it's a, it a decent Marvel game um, in a sea of Marvel games basically being shit. And I do feel that uh, the Avengers, Marvel's Avengers, tainted Marvel games from that point forwards. So Guys of the Galaxy was sort of seen as that, oh, it's just another one of those fucking Avenger games when actually, no, it's actually fair decent. So yeah, Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy won Best Narrative, which is great. Let's see how Midnight Suns goes. Uh, yeah, Best Art Direction. I voted for Kenya Bridge of Spirits. Alex went for the Artful Escape. I went for Kenya Bridge of Spirits as well, I believe. Deathloop won. I don't see like how Deathloop could win. It, artistically, not that fantastic. But Deathloop got it again. Mm. Uh, the best score and music. Uh, we all voted for Near Replicant and Near Replicant won. Yep. That was pretty much a slam dunk. Uh, audio design. Uh, we went for Resident Evil Village and Forza Horizon 1. Which, fair enough. Now, the one thing, I, I got to give it to Forza Horizon because racing games are incredibly niche. They usually don't win shit. So the fact that they won something is, you know, commendable. Because as I said, it's a very niche market. Uh, and not many, pe many people outside of car enthusiasts will play those racing games. Mm. Mm. Well, usually racing Best games come out for consoles to function more or less as a tech demo. Yes and no, because uh, when they get released for PC, the enthusiasts come out like full racing setup, gear changes, all that sort of stuff. Like well, full kick. Well, caboodle. yeah, like that's when they come out for PC. But like launch title racing games are just essentially more or less just tech demos. Yes. Yeah. But that's like that's like that with any sort of like and like a release game. Like Bloodborne was essentially a tech demo for the PS4. Yeah, but FromSoft developed it, so it was a very good tech demo. It is. Single-handedly sold that fucking console. All right. All right. So I, I, I was going to say, because I remember making a prediction at the end of like, I was hoping for a Bloodborne PC announcement, Resident Evil DLC, or anything Silent Hill related. And I got, I got the whiff. I got a whiff of the Silent Hill announcement, which was Slitterhead. Now, I remember we were in the chat. Zippy was in the chat. And then, like, Zippy was trying to talk to... Zippy is a friend of the channel. God bless his soul. Was trying to talk to us about... I can't remember exactly what. And I feel bad because I basically... Because he started like, talking. We basically, basically told him to shut up because... Yeah. I was like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like, because as soon as I see, like, the main director from Silent Hill was peer up. And it's like, wait, what? It's like, yeah, direction from Silent Hill. And I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up, Zippy. Shut up. 
So if you listen to this, I'm sorry, but I was a bit excited and then my excitement was let down. Um, mm. Slitterhead looks great until it didn't. I'd not, and this is my feelings are in limbo for it right now as I do not understand what it is because I saw it and I saw these grotesque monsters and uh, so the environments are fantastic the monsters look great it looks like it looks like they're aiming for an action game and I hope to fuck not which is weird I I don't think you can say the term slitter head out loud because it just sounds mildly racist <laughs> A bit, yeah. So, so do you know what I've been hearing people call Slitterhead? What? SH. Uh, okay. SH uh, as in Silent Hill. Hill. Ah. <laughs> Slitterhead, SH. Yep, I get it. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, no, not like this. Don't do not do me like this. Don't stop doing that. So, yeah. Um, best performance. Uh, we all voted for Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu. And she won. Uh, and she won. Now, I feel... I feel that if it wasn't for Lady Dimitrescu's massive internet popularity, she might not have won this. I feel like it's almost a meme. But at the same time, Alex Chen in True Colors sucked. Uh... Anton Casti- Castillo from Far Cry 6. Fucking horrible. I don't even know why he's on this list. Jason Kelly wasn't that good, and I haven't heard anything about Juliana Blake. But I feel like like Maggie Robertson was a slam dunk. But also at the same time, Sapari goes, What if she wasn't what if Lady Lady Dimitrescu wasn't as popular? Would she still have won? Um so games for impact. I voted for Boyfriend Dungeon. Um, I, voted I for can't Life remember. Strange True Colors, I believe. Yeah, uh, Life Strange True Colors did win. Yeah, yep. I, I think I was partially expecting it because of the fact that like the previous ones in the series seemed rather popular and stuff. So I kind of expected this one. Like, yeah, I, I can't remember. I can't remember if Alex said this for this one specifically. But I think he said something along the lines of if Life is Strange True Colors wins anything, then the then the game awards is rigged or something like that. Something along those lines. Um, There's something I want to mention about that, but we might get that later. I I don't, uh, I don't think that sounds like me. What do you mean that it sounds exactly like something you like if Life is Strange wins anything, you can go fucking kill itself. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, it, speaking it, of what I was actually... <laughs> I just noticed the next category that I was going to mention something about. Best ongoing? Yep, best ongoing game. Yeah, so... Ah, uh, here we, we go. We all voted for... Final we Fantasy. We all voted for Fortnite. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, oh, Final we, Fantasy 14 We had to go one. to Twitter and uh, accuse Final Fantasy of be- of rigging it with its uh, well, Grubhub yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, Grubhub single-handedly bought the uh, bought the game awards to to get Final Fantasy <laughs> that that best that ongoing win. game, and I think yep. later on best community support. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something about the best ongoing because yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen wins it. Uh, makes fucking perfect sense. That's right. 
uh, Final Fantasy XIV Online, the game so popular they removed it from sale twice. Yeah. Yeah, because at the moment, like, it, it kind of depends on when you try, but it can actually be, you can get, like, thousand, like, trip, uh, quadruple or even higher digits for <laughs> trying like, to log in. I've never seen that before. A game be so popular, they had to remove the digital sales because so many people were playing it that so many people couldn't play it. Yeah. And that sounds retarded, but it, it makes sense. Like, so many people were trying to play the game that there was a fucking logging queue out the ass in which people, as soon as they got in, would constantly just wiggle their controllers or mouses every five minutes so they wouldn't get disconnected. They were just Who hog space. That? Fucking, oh my god. So yeah, uh, best indie. Uh, I vote for Inscription. Uh, but Kenya Bridge of Spirits won. I think I'm I not surprised. Kenya just because of the yeah. fact that it was the one I looked into the most. Yeah. I'm not surprised Kenya Bridge of Spirits nice. won. It does look really nice and I do hear good things. Uh, next category is the best mobile game. Presented by Verizon. Oh, is Verizon that fucking dumbass bullshit, like, mobile service people yeah, who are like... Yeah, they're, they're a mobile ISP. Yeah, and they're like, they were doing something specific. And at, they were doing something specific at E3. And it was a whole press conference about them talking about... That's right, they were doing some sort of stri- game streaming service. You sure and, it was and, Verizon? It was like, yeah, I swear it was Verizon. I have to go Verizon. The only thing I remember from E3 is Riot trying to dodge sexual harassment claims by it was creating in that, a- It was in that presentation. Yeah. That's the only uh, thing I remember yeah, okay. was, was Riot. Okay, Verizon E3 presentation. Yep. I think so. Hold up. Yeah, it was. It was the Verizon E3 showcase. And it was fucking stupid, top to bottom. Oh. But yeah, it was just one of those presentations where it's like, fucking, we're trying to do the next Google Stadia on fucking this stuff. Remember Google Stadia? How was it like, oh, um... You might not remember them, but you might remember this. Oh no! I was just saying. About how- yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, uh, you gotta, you gotta okay. go along with it before you ruin it. <laughs> and then you can ruin it after it's done. Be like, yeah, okay, I don't know them. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh, ISPs will fix and improve their infrastructure when they see the potential or how important Google Stadia is. Some bullshit like that. And it was fucking stupid. So yeah, best mobile game goes to Genshin Impact. I thought it would go to League of Legends. Uh, and I was surprisingly wrong. I so Genshin Impact won that one. Two of them, to be honest, yeah. I believe. Mm. Uh, best community support goes to Final Fantasy Online. 14 Online. Makes sense. Uh, because I don't know if Fortnite has much community support. I know it's just full of people. No Man's Sky has a lot of community support. I'd say mm. that's be Final Fantasy's runner-up, but then Destiny Two is just fucking no. <laughs> community support? What? Destiny? Uh, yeah. 
innovation uh, I'm and accessibility. The community still there. Innovation and accessibility. Uh, okay. Considering cut. what was shown at the Game Awards for this, it makes perfect sense that Forza won this one. Yeah, because think, it's like they had a sign language interpreter. Yeah, they would show their in game the of the, in in the bottom like right of the screen or something. Yeah. Like, Just imagine I, I, having good audio design, and then like deaf people play your game. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. Um, best VR, AR. Um, Resident Evil 4 just won that easy. Like, Lone Echo 2 would probably be a close second, but everything else pales in comparison. I actually forgot until this moment that Hitman 3 even had a VR mode. It did, but it's fucking weird. It's only on PlayStation, and you have to use your controller as, like, your handheld thing. Uh, best action game. I voted for Back for Blood. I believe I did the same. But Returnal won. Which also kind of makes sense based on what was we've seen. I would love Returnal to be on anything else but a PlayStation 5. That way I can play it. But unfortunately, it's hard locked to the PS5. Uh, best Action Adventure. I voted for Resident Evil Village. Same. But Metroid Dread won. Which is uh, unfortunate. I mean, it's good. Metro Dread's good. It's understandable, but we wish that Resident Evil yeah. won. Best RPG. I voted for Shimigami Tensei V. I am surprised Tales of Arise won. Like, there has to be something absolutely bombastic in the next 20 hours of gameplay to change my mind because I'm 40 hours in and it's still slavery is bad yeah like they, uh, that is they're it. gonna be banging on about that one for a while have you beaten it no, i haven't beaten it. i'm still i'm not even past the first 30 hours but fucking so yeah. you haven't beaten the tutorial yeah, yet. yeah i haven't beaten cool. the fucking tutorial yet jesus christ but yeah no, apparently no, fucking slavery bad i, I feel i feel like yeah. they're gonna be banging on about that one like for a while after the mid-game twist the point of the game is still slavery bad don't want to be a slave no more. And like, Shimei Tensei Five, while it lacks story for the most part, it it is a gr- gameplay wise fucking great. Tales of Rise gameplay is okay. Story is bland so far. Scarlet Nexus I've heard so much good things about, but haven't played. And then you had Monster Rise, like th- that didn't even get one. That didn't even get one. Mm. Um. The best fighting game, we all voted Guilty Gear Strive, and that was a fucking pretty much a slam dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Best family game. (laughs) It takes two. I'm pretty sure we all voted for this game because it was the only game in this category that wasn't Nintendo. And the irony. (laughs) And it won. And the irony. Uh, Best sim and strategy, Age of Vice 4. Uh, yeah, yeah, I makes perfect sense. We all yeah, over it. Yeah. Well, fact fucking that I looked into it during the last podcast, and I'm like, this seems interesting. I might play it, so I'm gonna vote for that one. Uh, best sp- sports racing game. Uh, yeah, I said Forza Horizon Five would win, and yeah, it did, and won three awards. It's done very good for itself. Best multiplayer game. 
We voted. I voted for Back for Blood. Alex voted for Monster Hunter Rise. It takes two wins. That's it. Yes, it is the definition of a multiplayer game because it's a co-op game. But I don't. I don't. I don't. Mm. Like it's the only co-op game in here. So yeah, it's it's kind of weird that it won multiplayer, uh, beating like Monster Hunter Rise and Valheim and Black for Blood and lots of stuff. Yeah, interesting. Content creator of the year, don't care. Yep. Whoever fucking dream is. No, fucking happy, hang on, hang on. Content happy creator, for you. Content creator of the well, year, Oz plays. Yeah. Yeah. The only one that matters. Yeah, that'll be that'll be in a nomination. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> content creator of the year. Uh best Dave uh debut indie. Uh Kenya Bridges Spirits. Pretty sure we all vote for that across yeah. the board. Uh and yeah, it won, which is great. Uh what are we looking at? Oh, I missed a category. I voted for Elden Ring, but thought God of War Ragnarok would win. I am surprised. Isn't it? Wasn't it voted for the second year in a row, the most anticipated game? I don't remember. I think I remember Jeff Keighley saying it won two years in a row for the most anticipated game. Maybe. Uh, what else we got? Best esports game, League of Legends, but couldn't care less. Best esports athlete couldn't care less. Best esports team couldn't care less. Best esports coach couldn't care less. Best esports event couldn't care less. And that's it. That's it. That's it for the wins. Now let's go to the announcements. Ooh, uh, the big stuff. There's some big stuff here. Uh, so um, if you haven't already bought the. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre DLC for Dead by Daylight. Uh, probably go ahead and do it now before Bubba is removed. Yeah, because the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is getting its own. No, don't, uh, don't, don't buy it. Don't put us more through that more. But what do you mean? But Bubba's a pretty, pretty broken killer. Yeah, but but you either get it or you lose it because well, Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre is coming we out want, their own I shit. want them to lose it. <laughs> So, but, <laughs> saying this as someone who's not playing Dead by Daylight, uh, get Texas Chainsaw Massacre before they remove Bubba from the game. So that way you have an advantage over everyone else that doesn't currently own Bubba. Also, yeah. why are you playing Dead by Daylight? It's true. Uh, Homeworld Free. I will, I miss this one. Uh, but it's an RTS. Yeah, the, no, home, yeah, the um, Homeworld series is massive RTS series. Like, I remember, I think I played a little bit back, like, a long-ass time ago. Uh, I'm talking, like, long-ass time. Where did Homeworld 2 come out? I I got fucking Homeworld Deserts of Karak. Homeworld 2 came out... 2003? Yeah. What? That ain't right. That ain't right. Is the Homeworld Remastered connection, uh, Collection that came out 2015. Apparently, I don't even own Homeworld. I swear I've got a physical copy of it, though. Look, I'm just happy that I- fucking RTSs are hopefully making, making a, comeback. a comeback. Yeah. Yeah, that is as good to see. Because fucking RTSs were like the pinnacle of fucking PC gaming. 
Like, because they're the but only now, place like, they can exist is on PC. So, essentially, RTSs were great back in, like, the early 2000s. And then 4X games pretty much took over. Yeah. And now 4X games are on the way out. RTSs are coming back. I mean, I like... I'm going to go ahead and attribute the the resurrection of the RTS genre to Total War Warhammer. Just fucking... That. Total War Warhammer is every game... Is, is an RTS I want to love. Like, it's a game where, like, this is perfect for me. I can't do it. There's so much. There is so much I need to learn. You just, you just gotta, you just gotta take it step by step. Yeah, I, like, I I'll figured. Fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll help you where I can, but, like, yeah. I've, I've watched hour long fucking youtube videos of people doing do this do that and then i start the game and all that information just disappears <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh my god i'm sitting here going like i need to take notes i need to i need to do a thesis or some bullshit of this uh so yeah uh so apparently telltale exists yeah, uh no. i didn't know that fucking happened so it's like that meme of like i lived bitch well, it, their slogan on their website is, we are the new Telltale, we've got a story to tell. <laughs> they really, they really missed out on, we are the new Telltale, we have a tale to tell. <laughs> Maybe. They could have they they got a real tongue twister there, but no, they instead decided to go with that fucking vanilla shit. interesting oh they removed it that's right because the other company bought the telltale thing for the walking dead on their website they say we do the expanse batman uh tales of monkey island the wolf among us one and two is that ever coming out i don't know but walking dead's no longer there because i'm guessing it was bought it, it was bought by the people who wrote the comics of the walking dead and they finished the series which i still need to finish but i don't know if i can i don't know if i got it in me um so yeah the expanse uh which is a tv series on netflix i think uh to which i've heard good things and also heard bad things uh but yes it oh it's an amazon it's an amazon original uh so yeah couldn't care less about the expanse but i might check it out when i do care which i don't know when um chivalry 2 got a dlc house a abethel uh interesting but i don't have chivalry 2 uh because i'm pretty is it on steam yet uh, uh it might be chivalry 2 Yep, it there it is. is uh, to be not, announced. It's not. That's why. Yeah. Because it's on Epic. Yeah, they got that <laughs> Epic exclusive. I so. can't wait to rush. see Chivalry's 2's full release <laughs> on Steve. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. That was a DLC that was announced a while ago. Um, first, thirsty, thirsty suitors. I need to remember what the fuck that is. Uh, is that very telling of like, hey, 
I need to know what your game's about. Oh, this is a game that looks like absolute shit. Yeah, it was what, the one Thirsty that Suitors. Yeah. Thirsty Suitors. Yeah, it, it, oh my god, wow. I'm looking at the fucking Steam page for it. This game looks like a piece of shit. This looks it like, looks- this looks like someone's lazy <sighs> university project. It, it honestly <laughs> looks like an absolute fucking mess. I don't know what it is. I I think it's a fighting game. I think it, it's a turn-based but, character action game. What, is it? <laughs> I'm watching a skateboard segment. Yeah, I, I fucking holy shit. But yes, it it looks fucking bad. Yep. Like top to bottom. So yeah, uh, whoever made Thirsty Suitors, I hope you feel bad. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, Take that nice out of loop games. If I remember correctly, have a nice death looked interesting. It's a roguelite. Um, kind of remind me of Death the Kid, but it's not. It has a bit of it has a bit of like cute. It's like Hollow Knight, I yeah. would say. Hollow Knight, but with death. Uh, so yeah, it could be interesting. See how it goes. Uh, what else do we have? Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. That was a fucking pull. I honestly never would have guessed that they would have fucking do Persona 4 Arena Ultimax ever again. Um, but, and this is the big but, everything is dependent on one thing and one thing only. And they Probably. never said a single word about it. And that is the rollback. It, oh, there, yep. Rollback netcode, please. They haven't said anything about the rollback netcode. Well, they haven't said anything about the netcode. And that's what's going to... The, it's either going to be a great moment or it's going to be a slap in the face. You'll be like, wow, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is coming to Steam. Too bad it's online sucks. Yep, too bad it runs delay-based netcode. So we'll see how that goes. Wonder Woman's getting her own game, which didn't really see much, but it is what it is. It's interesting to look into, maybe look into. I still haven't gone around to seeing the movies, so. You're not missing out on much. The first movie yeah, was fine. The second movie was not. We, yeah, we saw the second movie. It was I not good. Yeah, not good. It was it was not good. And I said the first movie was fine. The first, all right, the first movie was fine. Up to the eighty percent mark, oh. and then it just fucking tanks. So it's like it's good, and then it's fucking bad. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, so Alan Wake Two, which I hear is they've been focusing on survival horror. Sure, yeah, that looks great. There's just one problem. That is epic exclusive, or at least it's yeah. kind of epic first. I fucking hate that. But, uh... Yeah, it makes me want to play the remaster, which I've been meaning to get around to, but I haven't. Because I still think it's on Epic. Which sucks. Let's go. Let's go to the store. Oh, Alan. Alan. Alan! Alan. Alan. It is not on steam i think it 
maybe on Xbox Game Pass. I remember Alan Wake. I think no, I think just the DLC for Alan Wake. Oh, was it the American Nightmare? Yeah, is on the Xbox Game Pass, but only that, not Alan Wake One, just Alan Wake DLC, which I thought was a real weird choice. So if I go to you and go, Alan, Alan Wake, no, Alan Wake is not on Xbox Game Pass. Okay, so it's not it's just just the American Nightmare. Okay, uh, Star Wars Eclipse. I'm like, this looks interesting, and then fucking Quantic Dream logo shows up, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, this is what that shit is. Oh no. Oh, you know very well that this this is uh this is in she has to, in the words Jedi of, must be sexually assaulted to get her powers. Yep. Je- all, all all female Jedi are whores. This game is oh, not whores. for this game is not for the uh the homosexual Jedi. Yeah. Good old Which David Cage. David Cage. David Cage. Uh and then we have Final Fantasy VII Remake coming to PC. Which I am strongly against. Uh, not for it coming to PC. Uh, the fact that it's on PC with a hundred twenty dollar price tag. Yeah, fuck that. So, it's like a. I think they said it was like a seventy eighty dollar US game. I checked the Australian price. It's one hundred twenty dollars. Yep. Hundred twenty dollars for is, Final Fantasy VII yep. remake on PC. On the Epic Store alone. Yeah, well, fucking, you know what? You can, you know, if you want a Final Fantasy game for not $120, you can download the free trial of Final Fantasy XIV when they turn or, it back on. Or, or you can uh, just emulate Final Fantasy VII Remake. Just emulate it. Yeah, you can do that too. You can just emulate it until it, it it's fixed, oh, which is interesting because apparently someone. So I posted it in our Discord before about some guy claiming it was a debug build. There's a whole bunch of articles coming around with more information that it might actually be a debug build that they released. So there's been a lot of performance issues with the game, Mm -hmm. uh, Final Fantasy VII on PC, uh, to which uh, it's been alluded to that it's a debug build and not a full release build. Uh, And there's a few strings of code and stuff which people have found which basically point to it being debug there's like i think four or five different instances of uh the debug code being listed and it's like if this was this is is this alludes to it being a debug build if it was a finished build it would have like this sort of code instead so square enix porting anything to pc has always been bad that's just a given like Especially with Final Fantasy, like when Final Fantasy 13 came to PC, it was the worst port I've ever seen at that time. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 was on PC to begin with. Final Fantasy 15 port was fucking terrible as well. It was just a lot of issues. Like Square Enix don't know how to port. Like they they do PlayStation first and then worry about everything else afterwards. Um, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen. Now, I am interested in this, but not enough to go back into Destiny because I like the story of Destiny. I like the idea of the fucking hive having the powers of light. Uh, 
what I don't like is paying out the ass for it and, and you having are to pay going for to dungeons. be paying out the ass for it. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not well, going to no, buy it. Yeah, well, that fucking to the people that are buying it, you are paying out the ass for it. Yeah. Which just don't. Yeah, don't, be, don't do be that. that. Be that guy we, we and just be like, here. yeah. Be the guy and just be like, be the change. Jenny Craig once said that. Just be the change. Yep. And then we have Slitterhead. Uh, so uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Ki- Kiichiro Toyama. The original... Uh, he was... I think it was the creative director. of Creative director or the main director behind uh, Silent Hill 1. Which is great. As I said, the setting for this game looks great. The uh, monsters in this game look fucking horrifying. Which uh, is also great. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, there's a bit of, like, rock that comes on. And then it looks like an action game. Like, it looks like something happens. It turns it to an action game. Which I dislike. Like, there's literally a guy who looks to be wearing, like, leather-style Japanese armor, like, hacking and slashing away. Uh, but yes. And then, uh, oh, that's right, the original, uh, where is his name? Akira Yamaoka, the guy who did the music for the original Silent Hill series, is also on board, which is good. He makes some great music and great ambience and all that sort of stuff. It's fucking great. Uh, I would need to see more before I can make a decision whether or not I'm going to be happy about this. Uh, then we have Nightingale. I haven't seen much that about this. That looks really interesting. Like, pretty, I mean, not interesting. But, like, uh, the concept kind of seems interesting as well, but it has some red flags that I know Alex It always thinks are red flags. From mm-hmm. what the trailer shows... It seems to be some kind of world-hopping survival craft- crafting game. Ah, there oh, we yes, go. That the, yeah. the four horsemen of the steam apocalypse. Because fr- from I, no, it's I a first person. Looked the, I looked up the trailer again. What, no, what, what's, what's world hopping? It's first, no, I'm saying it's a first-person shooter. Yes, well, you, it seems like you go hunting and fight monsters and stuff, but there's also parts of the trailer where you like you go in different chop worlds, down yeah. trees and. Yeah, survival you, stuff. Like and Valheim. And you build bases. Like Valheim. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Survival crafting kind of stuff. I don't like it. I don't like that idea. I hate... I don't know. Ever since... I, I've, I've played a lot of Rust and a lot of DayZ. I got burnt out on that. Yeah, that's Not what quickly, I was but over flags. time. Yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga, Beat Saber. Fair enough. Yeah. She yeah. does some good music. Uh, Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, The DLC Island. Uh, I wasn't a fan of Cuphead. I liked it artistically and it was like good playing, but I just dropped off it really quickly and it's like, yeah, I, I don't need to pick this back up again. I find it kind of weird that they were introducing a third character op- like to Cuphead. It just seems like... Well, the Chalice. Yeah, I think I think the character's name is literally just Chalice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cuphead, Mugman, and Chalice. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as the trailer for it showed, there's no real point in having this new character other than 
aesthetic. There's a new character. Yeah. 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 Ooh, like there's a new character, just, and this one has feminine like features. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would add to the gameplay at all, and like. Because it's not going to add to the gameplay at all. It's like, a fucking it's not like skin. You can play, it's not like you can have like a third cat player or something. Yeah, it's just yeah, a skin. Yeah. It's it's just a skin. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so the next game, Sonic Frontiers. Uh, yes, is pretty much the S Sega hopping Ninten on the. the it's it's the Nintendo hire this man. Uh, revision of a Sonic game instead of like Zelda or shit like that is what it's, yeah, it's or what I heard like, as from what I saw and what it looked like it in is. the trailer it basically seemed to almost be like Sega hopping on the oh we got a copy Breath of the Wild train hmm. but as it like when I heard it as the Nintendo hired this man thing I instantly knew what they were talking about it's basically redesigning Sonic in Unreal 5 by one person or whatever, and it's, but it's obviously behind a big team this time. And yeah, it's just very high detailed. I don't know why, but I guess Sonic's getting his own Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because it doesn't seem to be like... Well, it is, it is Sonic, and game. Sonic does not work in 3D. Oh, we have yet to see... But we will get to see him attempts. work in 3D. Yeah. Uh, now, one I'm actually excited about, Warhammer Space Marine 2. Mm. Um, Space Marine 1 was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, but I wasn't a big fan of this, like, oh, we're just versing the Orcs and a few Chaos Marines every now and then. Space Marines versus the Tyranids, I am all about that. Give me, give me some of that shit. Give me slaughtering tyranids as a fucking a shitty ultramarine. Uh, fucking, they'll, I, I, fucking, there'll be mods. You can change your armor to something better, like the uh, like the blood, like the blood angels. Yeah, I hope so. Because I know you can do that in the original Space Marine. You can just change your armor to blood angels and shit like that. Yep. Change it, change it to the Black Templar, salamanders, that sort of stuff. Oh uh, yeah. Get, get some iron fists up in here. Like, watching a fucking space marine take on, like, a, uh, a Tyranid warrior with a sword. Literally, block, like, Tyranids using two arms to swing a sword down. Space marines using one arm to block it. And then kneecaps the fucking Tyranid. <laughs> I fucking lost my shit when I saw that. That's just hilarious. It's like, yep, bang. And then just fucking mercs it. But you gotta remember, it is a fucking bolter. Mm hmm. So it, it, it's a 50 caliber machine pistol with explosive rounds. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, Space Marine 2, I cannot wait to see it. Uh, nothing really much in the way of like release time, release windows, or any of that sort of stuff. They still say TBA. If they tell me to sign up now, I'm guessing it's for some sort of like fucking newsletter. I don't want I don't want a newsletter, I want a demo. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give I want product. I must consume product. Um so next we have Dune Spice Wars. Uh a Dune RTS. style uh no not RTS. It's a 4X. 
No, RTS is no four X is still RTS. A real yeah. time strategy game with four X elements is what it says on Steam. Yeah. So, I'm not hugely into Dune. I still have to watch the movie. I've got the movie. I just haven't seen it. Uh, but yeah, uh, another four X game. Let's we'll see how it goes. Uh, Among Us VR. I could not care less. Uh, I don't care about Among Us, nor do I care about Among Us VR. Uh, Star Trek Resurgence looks jank as shit. Uh, it's a Star Trek and, game. Yeah, I know. But it, it looks super jank. It. I also don't care for Star Trek. Yep. It kind of looks like whoever makes those Doctor Who games made this game. Let's have a look. I want to see if that's actually correct. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Like holy shit! This this game looks like ass. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, Dramatic Labs are the people working on it. What else do you work on? Okay, for mobile jobs. game. They worked on another mobile game, didn't they? they? It's all mobile games that they're working on. Man, fucking Star Trek will give out its license to anyone who asks for it. Let's go Dramatic Labs games because I looked up their website and the only thing they'd done was uh, Star Trek. I think that's it. Right now, it says right now we're busy working on this. What about you about... Oh, Dramatic Labs is an independent collaboration of 20 plus former Telltale writers, developers, and designer artists and producers together with new friends and partners creating all new stories you could play. So it's ex-Telltale people. It, well, it did say in the trailer that it was like by people who worked on like Telltale's Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, and Batman. Yeah, but which one? Which, which Walking Dead? Because it was only like one and a half decent seasons and the rest was shit good question uh so we have rumbleverse that seemed kind of interesting but i kind of doubt any of us will play it like it looks like it could be fun well it's it's ex uh, epic exclusive oh well we're definitely not gonna play it now. yep <laughs> um but, but from what the trailer showed it seemed to be almost like some kind of cross between a beat-em-up and maybe a uh, it looks Royale. interesting like I, I, it's something I'd give a shot but I don't want to fucking deal with epic games yeah. launcher yeah as I said it seems to be some kind of beat em up battle royale kind of mix hybrid yeah it looks like Fortnite but melee it looks like a, a lesser Fortnite yeah because it is being made by epic studios yeah so it is Fortnite it's Fortnite but like melee Oh, I must have missed the power. It was made by Epic Studios. That makes sense why it's on their storefront then. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not coming to Steam and you don't want it to come to Steam. This is going to be... Mm. Fucking... Mm. Uh, I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just fucking Fortnite. It's Fortnite. We're done here. All right? Fucking... There you go. We're done here. No more. Yeah. Uh, then we have the Halo TV series, uh, which... Please don't be shit. It looks... It looks all right. I I have to see more other than the the teaser that they released, which reminds me, 
Do you know Spartan Locke is dead? That is the best news I've heard all day. Do you know how you find out? How? A grunt. It just gr- keeps you, getting better. You hear a grunt over talking that one of the banished uh, has Spartan Locke's head and like helmet, like as a armor, a shoulder armor piece. So I was like, "Yeah, Spartan Locke is dead." Yeah, which I, which is sucks because and it sucks not for Spartan Locke being dead. It sucks because I kind of want more Bucky. Well, come on, or Buck. I want to see, like, how he fares and all this shit. But, yeah, fucking Halo 5, Halo 6 has got every Spartan just dead. Oh, great. Uh, well, a bunch of them, yeah, but there's... Blue Team is still MIA. Lasky and Palmer are still MIA, so... Aren't they in the Infinity still? Oh, wait, no, the Infinity got taken over. Yeah, the the Infinity crashed. It's on the ring. Hmm. But pieces of it, anyway. So I got... It's kind of... Thinking about the Halo storyline, it's kind of weird. And this is coming from me who hasn't finished the campaign. So I'm more asking you, Alex. Mm. Uh, It's... It's weird how... Everything from Halo 4 and 5 is just shoved away. Yeah, they realize they've made a mistake and they're just getting, they're doing everything they can to override it, apologize, and get rid of it. Like, like as I was saying, as I was saying at the start, of like they're introducing this new enemy called the Endless, and they're, in, like, they're introducing this brand new enemy from the start. Prometheans are gone. Yep. Thank fucking God. They were such a um, shit enemy type. Yeah, it's like Prometheans are gone. Any event from Halo 4 or 5, uh, pretty much are pushed aside other than the fact that Cortana is still like crazy and trying to kill humanity by quote unquote trying to save it. That seems like the most overused like bad guy villain-esque uh, solution was... I'm trying to save humanity by killing it. Yep. I want to save save humankind. And the only way to do that is killing every last human. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, but suffering though. Don't you want to not suffer? It's like, I kind of want to exist. <laughs> like, um, if, yeah, I would rather exist than not exist at all. Yeah, that is definitely something I've seen a couple times before. So yeah, that that whole storyline of man, I just want to, I want to save the world by killing it, and like that makes no sense. Unless you're like Albert Wesker, where it's just like I'm going to save the humans by giving everyone Uroboros. Turning ninety nine point five percent of them into monsters, and the remaining point five percent of us are going to become superhumans to a world that's fucked. Like I don't really think that I don't think they thought that through. Like, oh, you're superhuman, but like you're ruling over like legit monsters that don't have a hierarchy, that don't act as a hierarchy, they just do 
So I don't understand what you're trying to get here, but it is what it is. All right. And then we have Ark Raiders. Why does that sound familiar? It's the corp shooting, like third person shooter where you defend like Earth from in, like robots from space. Oh, yes. Yes. That does look really interesting. Yeah. Uh, we wish listed it. There was another game that we wish listed that isn't here yeah, on I'm the announcement. Yeah, that's something that's kind of weird. I'm trying to find it. Uh, here it is. Uh, Forspoken. Forspoken. Yeah, that was announced. It's basically... No, an, Synced a, Off Planet. Oh, that as well. Synced Off Planet looks interesting. No, Forsp- yeah, Synced Off Planet. That was the, like, buddy shooter. Yeah. We have, we, like, a... A... I want to say, like, a sort of organic metal organic material as like I'm a buddy st- that does you have a stand pati- just call it a stand at this point yeah you have a you have a, a stand that does particular things i'm looking at this arc raiders stuff and i'm like man i can just tell this game is going to be fucking microtransaction to hell and back i hope not it, but- it, it it's set up so perfectly for it it's a third person cooperative shooter there's skins skins for fucking days but yeah synced off planet Fight together against enemy teams and synchronize with nano companion classes to deploy in combat. Yeah, it's essentially a stand power. Yeah. But the one I was, I like, saw there was like a trailer for that I was a bit more interested in was the one I mentioned, Forspoken, which is basically a kind of isekai kind of storyline. It's basically about like a New York, a New York, New York. Words, a New Yorker girl who gets transported to a fanta- fantasy world that's on the verge of corruption or some shit. <laughs> like, it's it's not exactly a novel concept, but the art style and from what was shown of some of the action and stuff, it looks really nice. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like there was a lot happening on screen without too much actually going on. Yeah. It's like they're trying to fill up the screen as much as they can with shit. I'm like, uh, not, not something I'm particularly interested in. I mean, I definitely won't like get it without looking at reviews and stuff and waiting for more trailers and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> but from what's shown, I'm quite intrigued. Yeah, and that's it for the Game Awards. Yep. Uh, there might have been a couple so- things we might have missed because there's stuff like... Yeah, there's definitely gaps in it. The like, the Sonic 2 movie wasn't in this list. But that Sonic movie got announced and Knuckles doesn't have his Idris Alba fucking accent. He's got an actual, like, Knuckles accent. Oh, that's right. There was another trailer for um, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Oh, yeah, and that looked fairly interesting. That actually looked like, okay, this looks like it's not going to be a pile of shit. I mean, the first Sonic uh, movie wasn't a pile of shit after they fixed it. Yeah, but... No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, that's it for the Game Awards. Yep. Oh, wait, Hellblade 2 Senua's Saga. Oh yeah, right. That, that, right. that yeah, was announced, and that. I got feeling that's a bull shot. Like maybe. No, it just doesn't look like gameplay at all. It just what, 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 what am I looking at? 
Okay, uh, that just looks weird. Global gaming citizen is highlighting drag queens who have become streamers and channels of their love of gaming way for communities. I just see his, I just see his, I don't know, I, I think that's a guy because he's got a beard. But putting on some, I was about to post that my GTFO chat. That would have been awkward. That would have been hard to explain. Yeah. Put that there instead. Uh, yeah, just that. Of a dude. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah, I remember that. Like, we were so, I think we were like a bit confused about like, wait, what's going on here? Also, Professor's like, oh, we're giving away a whole bunch of games. No, they're not. They flashed a whole bunch of codes. I put in a couple of them and none of them worked. Yeah, of course they don't work. So, yeah, that was a... It's, it's a feature, a not a bug. The feature is fucking not, not it. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I'm trying to look through here. Oh, there was Golem as well. I'm not interested in Lord of the Rings, like, at all. But... Yeah, golems a thing now. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I'm trying to go through this list because there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, that cringy ass fucking Suicide Squad introduction. I, I, I was cringing a fair bit when I saw that. I don't think the Suicide Squad introduction was as bad as the um action best action game reveal. What was the best action game reveal? Uh, the or like the um. Simu Liu, I think his name is the guy who played Shang, the lead in, like well played Shang Chi and Shang Chi. Uh, oh was yes, pretending oh. to be watching a stream the whole time. Yeah, he was pretending to be watching a Halo stream while taking an announcement. So he'd be like, talk, talk, talk. Oh yeah, you get him, Master Chief. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm just watching clearly watching whatever this fucker shit is. Yeah, and it was just hilarious because when like it showed a shot of him walking off stage with the like winners like the representatives who collected the award for the best action game and he just wasn't watching his phone at all anymore it's like okay we knew it was <laughs> fake but you had to make it you gotta even sell it yeah let's try yeah, and pretend you couldn't commit to the bit oh no there was no way everyone knows you have to commit to the bit yeah it's just cringy to watch was it you go like do you have to it's just like when the guy who's a sonic like he comes out it's like i've got the movie right here oh but it's just a blank disc because you know that's oh, right a, yeah the, and then, you know what people go on a bad joke too long yeah and it just there's this overwhelming sense of anxiety that you're getting for them yeah. yeah, that's cringe. That's what cr- that is. That is what I can defy cringe as. It's anxiety for somebody else. It's it's an anxiety attack for so- on some that someone else has induced. Hmm. No, no, it's not like an anxiety on your half. Like you're feeling anxious for them. Yeah. You're like, oh no. It's it's just sympathetic stop. anxiety. Yeah. And that's like the worst part. It's like I don't want to feel anxiety for this shit. This is your fault. You fucked up. <laughs> Not me. Why am I feeling this? Uh, oh, that's right. There was another game called Steel Rising. There's a lot of, which lot is, of fucking games. A lot which of is, fucking games. I thought, I, we thought it was like Lies of P. Oh, right, yeah. Because it is very... It has a very similar, like, aesthetic. Yeah. 
It looks like a Souls game, but with porcelain dolls. The same way like, oh, that's, no, turn it off. The same way like Rise, uh, Liza P does. Alright, there's yeah, also the performance it's... for Doc AV. For who? Doc AV, it was that like game where it's like apparently. I'm honestly, it looks really pretty, but I think we're still confused about what the actual gameplay will be like. A mess. Like that's the, my me. honest my honest prediction for Doc AV. It's it's going to be a mess. Like yeah. a very pretty mess because it's it's a Korean fucking it's a Korean game. But the Koreans don't exactly have a stellar track record when it comes to designing games. Mm. That's cool. Anyway, that's that's it for us. Oh, actually, that's the whole also summary. The sequel for Plague Tale. Oh yeah, they got announced. I completely forgot Plague Tale exists. Except the only time I remember Plague Tale exists is when I look into the Humble Choice Predictions League. <laughs> <laughs> Because every single time in the Humble Choice Predictions League, someone has plague, a Plague Tale on their list of the next Humble Choice game. There's always a Plague Tale. It's never been a Plague Tale. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. We're going to bust out of here. We'll catch yeah. you guys later. Catches. <laughs>